Welcome to Campus Tales, a podcast series brought to you by the ISB admissions team. Get ready to immerse yourself in the captivating world of the Indian School of Business through the voices of our current PGP students. Campus Tales is the podcast series to gain insights into life at ISB, where dreams turn into realities and futures are shaped. Discover a treasure trove of inspiring stories, unique experiences, and valuable advice from our diverse student body. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Campus Tales, a podcast for ISB PGP admissions. I'm Amit Tyagi, your host for the day, and today we have a very unique guest. When I was uh, joining the army, I thought that it's the toughest thing to do. Failure is just not an option because the consequences are very grim. Uh, a one-word answer to a very uh, long question is perspective. We were responsible for maintaining peace on the Israel-Lebanon border. Anirudh Sharma. Anirudh comes from the armed forces background. Anirudh, why don't you take out some time and talk about your background prior to joining ISB, your work experience, your academics and other aspects? Uh, absolutely, Amit. Uh, firstly, thank you for having me. and. Uh, I've had quite a roller coaster of a ride till now. Uh, so I was born and brought up in Delhi. I did my bachelor's in commerce from Hansraj College. And actually, actually, while I was there, I was uh, volunteering for this organization that helped rehabilitate war widows. Mm. So that experience uh, really got me interested in the army life and wanting to experience it. Mm. So in the middle, uh, I was also pursuing my CA, but I could not give my CA final exams because mm. I ended up joining the army. Mm-hmm. After one year of uh, training, I got commissioned into the infantry and have uh, had a wonderful journey in the army, various staff appointments and also field postings. Uh, I have uh, been lucky to be the AD camp to the vice chief of the Indian army and uh, our office was uh, responsible for international cooperation, force modernization. And I love that experience. I've also uh, been privileged to serve in the United Nations peacekeeping force in Lebanon. So that again was a great experience. So these are this is a short uh, example of what all I did in the army. So that's a stellar, uh, I mean, experience in the armed forces. So uh, you know, armed forces is one of the most aspiring careers for the youth today. A lot of people aspire to go into armed forces. And having been there, can you just talk a bit more about your journey in the armed forces in terms of the learnings? How does it set you up, set you up for life? What are the learnings there? And you know, uh, a bit more in detail, maybe. Uh, so I think uh, there are three or four things that I uh, took from my experience in the armed forces. Uh, one being that it teaches you to be very, very disciplined. Uh, secondly, you learn to be very goal oriented and dedicated to the cause that you have uh, worn the uniform for. And I think the best thing that uh, I have taken away from my experience in the armed forces is the fact that I have to follow orders that are given mm-hmm. and there is no option to fail. Mm-hmm. So I think these are a few things that I took from my time in the armed forces. Great, great. So can you, could you share some anecdotes you know, for our uh, listeners today from the, from the varied experiences that you have in the armed forces? Maybe something from the uh, peacekeeping mission that you have uh, been part of or other postings that you have had as part of your tenure at the armed forces. Uh, so... Uh, I'll try to uh, moderate it based on uh, not being able to share everything. But Mm -hmm. uh, there's this one experience uh, that I had uh, in Lebanon. Mm -hmm. So 
we were responsible for maintaining peace on the israel lebanon border mm-hmm. uh, as you are aware it is a, a very very sensitive mm-hmm. uh, region of the world mm-hmm. where even the smallest thing can flare up and make a make it into a global crisis mm-hmm. and uh, during my time there there was this uh, one experience uh, where uh, someone from lebanon uh, mm-hmm. fired into israel injuring mm-hmm. and uh, killing a few israeli soldiers mm-hmm. and that could have snowballed into a global crisis and the world uh, would have just uh, been watching mm. uh, what would have happened mm-hmm. uh, but uh, luckily uh, the 10000 odd peacekeepers who were there managed to quell the situation and uh, including the indian keep, uh, peacekeepers and we are 800 of uh, indian peacekeepers mm. in the un mission in lebanon so we managed to keep our areas Uh, peaceful and quiet and that actually led to uh, averting a very very major disaster that could have happened so that is one experience that i always uh, fondly look back at when i look back at my times in the army right i'm sure i mean that's a very enriching experience being part of such a diverse organizations and so many experiences so why an mba after uh, armed forces so what was your uh, you know reason to choose an mba as your next career step after you know uh, moving on from the armed forces uh, yeah so amit uh, when i joined the army uh, as i was mentioning earlier that uh, i was before that working in the corporate sector i was in ey and i was in their auditing and assurance uh, Uh, field and i was enjoying that experience however as i mentioned uh, my experience of working with war widows mm-hmm. really wanted me to experience the army life mm-hmm. and wear the uniform mm-hmm. and that is why i joined as a short service uh, commissioned mm-hmm. officer uh, whereby i had the opportunity to serve for 10 years and then if i wanted to i could have extended mm-hmm. or i could have gone back to my previous career mm-hmm. so that is why i chose to uh, go back to the corporate sector because i was really enjoying my time mm-hmm. there and uh, why mba mm-hmm. so i really believe that an mba and especially an mba from isb mm-hmm. is the perfect bridge mm-hmm. between someone from a diverse background and a corporate career mm-hmm. and that's why i chose an mba from isb mm-hmm. right so now that you are at isb and i know you joined isb after a quite a break between your undergrad and your postgrad almost i think eight and a half nine years of work, a break so was it challenging for you to come back to uh, isb a rigorous program in terms of academics how did you uh, cope up and what are the you know uh, challenges that you faced and how did you overcome those challenges at isb uh, yes absolutely so uh, i had finished my undergrad uh, way back in 2012 Mm. so that is a more than a 10 year gap between yeah. my undergrad and uh, mba uh, but the beautiful part of isb is that th- every year there are people with not only 10 years plus work ex but people with 20 years plus work ex who have not studied in between and isb i think is equipped to handle people from maybe a 2 year work ex to a 20 year work ex right so you don't feel the rigor because it it starts off Mm-hmm. at a very reasonable pace mm-hmm. and by the time you realize it's picked up you have gotten accustomed to it right and i think i uh, want to give a shout out to the professors right they are the backbone of uh, the reason why all of us succeed mm-hmm. and in isb and in life so mm-hmm. that is a big reason why i feel that we are able to get accustomed to the rigor at isb right so another aspect i would want to touch upon is coming from a uh, you know kind of background that you come with the work ex of 10 years or so so does it help you in terms of you know understanding the cases or concepts being taught uh, in the classroom 
more vis-a-vis compared to somebody who comes in with lesser years of work experience or is it an advantage or a drawback? What is your th- thought on that? Uh, so definitely there are a few uh, cases, especially in leadership and strategy, mm-hmm. uh, when you study those subjects uh, where you realize that your experiences are definitely really helpful. Uh, but again, something very nice about ISB is that it's a great equalizer. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of subjects like economics that mm-hmm. I've not studied. And I have people in my study group who have done their bachelors in economics. Mm-hmm. So uh, those are the places where they can contribute. And maybe uh, strategy and leadership is a place where I can contribute more. So it's a very level playing field uh, in the long run. Right, right, right. So uh, can you tell us something about the diversity at ISB? You are a diverse candidate coming from the armed forces. Although every year we have people coming in from armed forces, but uh, significantly uh, lesser in terms of the overall class percentage. So being a diverse candidate, what is your take on the diversity at uh, ISB? What are the other diverse people that you met? And how do you think that diversity helps you in the classroom in the, and, and beyond it? Uh, so I think uh, a one word answer to a very uh, long question is perspective. It gives you perspective. Exactly. Uh, so yes, you have the engineers, you have the CAs, uh, mm-hmm. though they make up a majority of the class. But you also have the ISRO scientists, like mm-hmm. I have one in my class, a lawyer, a mm-hmm. professional cricketer, a student who has previously run a school in Bihar. Mm-hmm. So when you hear from their experiences, and while I'm talking, I'm getting goosebumps. Because when you uh, learn and hear their experiences, you realize that Everyone has a lot to add to the classroom at ISB Mm -hmm. and not just the engineers and the lawyers or the CAs. Mm -hmm. So that is the difference between ISB and let's say a regular B school in India. Right, right. So now coming back to your armed forces background again. So what do you think uh, is the acceptability of armed forces in the corporates? From what I hear, I mean, they're most sought after in the corporates. What what is it that makes them so sought sought after, you know, by the corporates in India? Are there any particular sectors that uh, people from the office go to? Or is it like open to a wide range of se- uh, sectors which you are aiming for? Uh, yes. So, uh, Amit, if you combine the leadership, the teamwork and the ability to handle stressful situations with the practical and academic rigor that ISB offers, I really honestly believe that people from our background along with the ISB experience are very, very well placed in not any particular industry, but any industry that we go to because ISB really equips you with the arsenal that you will require in the corporate sector post ISB. Right, right, right. So what about you? I mean, what are your career goals post ISB? Now that having served for eight and a half years in armed forces, also a a brief corporate career earlier. And with ISB, what are your uh, goals going forward? What after ISB? Uh, So uh, as of uh, now, I'm really looking forward to maybe experiencing the consulting background for a few years Mm -hmm. because that will really give me the opportunity to uh, experience various industries and various geographies. And post that, I I might choose to stay in consulting or maybe transition to an industry of my choice that I like during my consulting background. Right, right. That's that's great. Uh, So one thing I wanted to know from you, You've also served in the corporate. You also, you know, uh, had a, a stint, uh, a pretty long stint in the armed forces as well. So, what are the differences between an army life versus the what we call the civilian life or the corporate life? Uh, so, I think I uh, briefly touched upon uh, these points earlier. But uh, so, the army, I think, is very similar to the corporate sector in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you are goal oriented. You are dedicated. Mm-hmm. You know how to manage time 
बट दिसमिलैरिटीज आर मेनली टू फोल्ड वन इज दैट दर्मी बिकॉज ऑफ द नेचर ऑफ द वर्क दैट दर्मी डज you have to follow orders there's no opportunity to say that i cannot do the task that you have mm-hmm. given me and secondly failure is just not an option because the consequences are very grim of failure right. in the army right right so these are the similarities mm-hmm. and dissimilarities that i felt uh, between the army and the corporate sector having experienced both for a few years right so now let's talk about your uh, preparation for isb uh, in uh, admission process so around uh, uh, this year last time you would have been pre- uh, preparing or, or i think since you are deferred candidate last last year but lot of people now the listeners on this podcast are in that stage where they preparing for their gmats gres the uh, interviews and so on and so forth so how did you go about preparing uh, for your uh, uh, isb admission journey especially coming from the background that you did uh, so i think there are uh, three main points to this answer uh, first definitely being the gmat score mm-hmm. so i think uh, we should uh, at least that was uh, how i planned it uh, so i planned to have a gmat score in hand by july mm-hmm. so that then i had time to look at my essays and the application mm-hmm. uh, so first thing uh, is gmat definitely second is the application and the only pointer that i can honestly uh, give people listening uh, is that be very very honest and from the heart in your application because isb and the admissions team specially is trained to look at applications year in year out so the honesty really comes out when you look at it right and uh, thirdly again the interview is very conversational mm-hmm. uh, they uh, the isb admissions team and the alums they want to draw out on your experiences and how you can contribute to isb so again uh, definitely be prepared but uh, just be ready to have a great conversation with the uh, panel that uh, you have been given right right great so now let's talk about your activities at isb of course your uh, academics takes up a major chunk of your time but what else do you do at isb apart from academics uh, so there are uh, two favorite things uh, that i like doing uh, apart from studying here uh, which uh, uh just a heads up is takes up 16 hours of your day 16 hours every day <laughs> so apart from that uh, the two things that i really enjoy doing is uh, bonding with friends who are mm. made here and i f- truly believe that i have made friends for life right and uh, secondly the rec center mm-hmm. the so the recreational center gives the opportunity to play all sports that you can mm-hmm. dream of frisbee is a sport i have picked up here and i'm thoroughly enjoying it right. so these are the two things that i really really will miss about isb once i pass out once you pass out great so let's have a few rapid fire questions now uh, your favorite spot on campus uh, so uh, there's no one answer to this there are two answers uh, so one is the atrium mm-hmm. uh, so uh, listeners who are not aware atrium is the heart of isb and uh, when especially in this weather during the monsoons uh, when the weather is very very pleasant you just enjoy sitting outdoors after long long hours in the classroom and in the air con- and in the air conditioned uh, lrc which is the uh, library uh, this is one place and the second as i mentioned earlier is the recreational center right i really like using the facilities there and the astroturf uh, ground where i play frisbee around 3 times a week i really really enjoy those times lovely uh what is more tough getting into isb 
or in, into the Indian Army? Uh, so, uh, when I was uh, joining the Army, I thought that it's the toughest thing to do. But then when you see the number of sheer applications that ISB receives, and you re- really respect ISB when you actually join, when you see the diversity. Mm-hmm. So, I honestly am uh, out of words or I'm at a loss of words when to answer this question, but I feel they're uh, both equally difficult. And you will realize that once you reach ISB and when you see what ISB has to offer. Yeah, I'm sure it's dif- difficult to answer that question, in fact. <laughs> okay, what are the top three reasons to get into ISB, not any other B-School? Uh, okay, so these three, no particular order. Hmm. Uh, firstly, the professors, mm-hmm. world class. Mm-hmm. From uh, Professor Sri. Mm-hmm. who's a professor at a professor at Kellogg mm-hmm. uh, who teaches finance uh, to professor Tomer who teaches economics mm-hmm. uh, secondly the diverse cohort mm-hmm. as I mentioned earlier and thirdly the opportunities that ISB gives you be it the experiential learning program or the pro bono consulting opportunities I think these are the three main reasons why I believe that you choose uh, you should choose ISB right Another uh, interesting question, I'm sure you would have uh, been posted in various different places, you would have encountered a lot of, you know, different uh, wildlife. But in the heart of Hyderabad, in the ISB campus, what wildlife have you encountered till now? Uh, so, uh, funnily, you asked me this question and just yesterday, I saw a couple of snakes, I saw, I saw a scorpion and of course, I saw the famous Satish, okay. that is the porcupine yes. at ISB. Yes, that's one of the, you know, almost everybody uh, is uh, honored to see those in the night if you take a walk around the deck center. Absolutely. Are you a front bencher or a back bencher? Uh, so, again, ISB does not give you the opportunity to, to decide uh, where you want mm-hmm. to sit because, uh, again, a heads up, ISB allots seats. Uh, so, all those back benchers who plan to come to ISB, be prepared to sit on the front seat facing the professor. Uh, but uh, given a choice... I uh, definitely want to uh, be on the front seats and make full use of my time at ISB with the professors uh, that ISB offers. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, who would want to miss out on such professors in the ISB classroom? So, any parting advice to the listeners who are planning to apply to ISB PGP this year? Uh, So, as I said earlier, uh, just be focused and be honest in your application as well as your interview. And I am sure that uh, if you have it in you, ISB will give you the opportunity to be here. Thank you, Anirudh. That was wonderful insights for our listeners today. Uh, Thank you for being part of this uh, podcast. Thank you, audience, for tuning in and look forward to seeing you again in the next episode. Wish you all the very best. Uh, Thank you, Amit. Thank you. Thank you.